Welcome to The Creative Suite, a podcast about the drive to succeed by charting your own course. We're two creative leaders, business partners, and friends who have a lot to share about starting and growing a business. We're saying no to the grind and the status quo, and yes to building businesses and lives that we love. I'm Nicole. I'm president of my strategic design and digital marketing company, BBN Agency. And I'm Lauren. I'm president of my PR and marketing firm, Queen PR. Together, we are co-hosts of the Creative Suite podcast, as well as collaborative partners at the Fort Creative Suite. We like to say we are two agencies, one roof, unlimited possibilities, offering full-service branding, marketing, and public relations. In today's inbox, we have a lighter weight question before we get into what might be a maybe heavier episode. I think this is related to being a working mom wearing all the hats, but Nicole, do you cook dinner? No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cooked dinner for, for many years. Um, in high school, I started as a means of helping my mom. You know, we were, mm. we had busy schedules. Uh, my sister and I were involved in a lot of activities. Again, she's a single mom. So there would be nights where, you know, I'm making dinner for us. And I carried that all the way, you know, through college cooking for myself. And then Mm -hmm. when Cliff and I met, I might've used it as a way of, you know, hooking him. So (laughs) luring Um, him into your web. (laughs) It is, I'm going to say, if you're a good cook, it is true. You can get to a man through his stomach. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, but I blame morning sickness for the end of my cooking career. Mine was terrible with both boys. Mm. So bad. In fact, like I would just come home from work and run and hide in my, in my bedroom oh. and just pull the covers over, um, our house, our house is older, doesn't have great ventilation. And so like the smells would just rise and just sit there. And so I'm Ugh. like, oh, get me to a toilet. <laughs> oh man. Um, so that was when Cliff took over you know, we got tired of, of takeout all the time. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And, um, I'm going to, I don't want to embarrass him. He was not an amazing cook then he, Mm -hmm. he could do some of the bare, you know, basics like grill a chicken, you know, things like that. But I I'm so proud of him. He's really embraced this. He's blossomed Mm -hmm. into a fantastic cook and now finds it so enjoyable. Mm -hmm. He loves bragging about all the things he's currently trying, loves watching (laughs) cooking shows. So I honestly think it was kind of a blessing in disguise. I think it, it helped give him, you know, this new hobby and Mm -hmm. thing that he really enjoys doing. So, but yeah, I just, after the pregnancies, I couldn't get back into a headspace where I wanted to cook. It's really weird. I don't know. Um, I still make something occasionally. I'm our family's designated pie maker during the holidays, <laughs> but I generally leave everything to Cliff. How about you, Lauren? Well, and I actually, I really like that because I think that can be such a big household task and to be able to share mm-hmm. that with, and then to have him step in with joy Yes. Kudos to him. You got a good good one. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really, I'm really proud of the fact, you know, we're, we're not living in a, we don't have a marriage. I'm not a fifties housewife. We, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of equality between the two of us. I'm, Mm -hmm. I love that I have a spouse and a partner that really doesn't mind doing things that have been traditional, you know, female roles. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we have, there's other things that I do that, you know, make up for that and vice versa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, good job, Cliff. I'm coming over for dinner sometime in the new house. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, and and similarly, so interestingly, 
my dad is our family cook. My mom has gotten into it in later years after she retired. Um, but that was what was modeled for me in a, um, in a marriage, in a um, man woman marriage was that the man cooks. And so when I met my now husband Clint and found out that he loves to cook and is very good at it, I was like, well, clearly you're the man for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We used to cook, you know, we used to cook together a lot, um, but now it's more divide and conquer. Um, I do cook dinner sometimes, you know, I'll cook a couple of nights during the week. Um, What I love to do is cook when no one's around and you know so during the summertime the kids might be swimming outside with Clint and I love to be making dinner and kind of peacefully making dinner and then you know bringing it out to to the outdoor table um I I enjoy a lot less when the kids are whining about how much they don't want to eat whatever it is that I work so hard to cook Uh, (laughs) is real on that one right now (laughs) um even if it's something that I know that they love uh, you know, there's still, it's just, you know, it's control. They're, they're little ones. It's, I, well, I don't take it as personally as I used to, but Jesus. I feel like it, it flips on a dime these days. Like yeah. Truett for the first few years of his life ate everything. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like, nope, I don't like this. I don't like this. Like something simple, <laughs> like spaghetti and meatballs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, like, no, this is what's for dinner. Like, so yeah, that added stress never helps. No, our oldest has finally swung back around to being a hearty, having, having a hearty appetite and, mm-hmm. un, and understanding that she needs fuel for her body to do all the things she wants to do. So she, yeah. and I'm also, I just, I, I stopped trying to come up with new recipes, even though I enjoy that. Um, I, I have a, a pretty severe cookbook addiction. Um, I, I just, I keep it really simple. I'm trying to make yeah. sure the family are getting the primary macronutrients that they need. And then, um, and then I just let it go. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm not precious about ne- needing to be the mom who has to make the dinner um mm-hmm. it's like right now we have a nanny who can help with that prep work or the shopping or something like that and whether I'm the one that puts it on the table or not I really don't care yeah I talked to a friend the other day who had some FaceTime with a, a really successful businesswoman who has her nanny do the the shopping and the cooking prep but then the mom does the cooking and serving because that's what's a priority to her like that and I guess making lunches she wants her hands to be on that finished product because yeah she, I don't know whether that was modeled for her or, or that's just what she's keyed into as being a successful mom. Um, and I think it's really important to know what your priorities are. The nutrition and the us eating together are what I'm concerned about versus yeah. who hands did what. Yeah, that was that's one thing with us. We make it a, a priority to make sure we're all sitting together at the dinner mm-hmm. table. Because I, I mean, again, I mean, who cares who's, make, who's cooking the food? I mean, the time, it, it's about having that time together in the evening, yeah. unwinding from the day. How was your day at school? Like really getting that one-on-one time with the kids because right. it's limited. You come home from work, things get crazy. You had to get baths, bed, all that stuff. That's the one kind of moment in the evening where we can all kind of decompress a little bit and just enjoy each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Our, our youngest last night was, um, had lots of emotions about dinner and we, but, you know, finally, finally came around and we had a nice, nice dinner. And then we screamed on into the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's quiet for, it's, it's quiet for a minute and then yeah. chaos again ensues. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. The days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. Now it's time to talk about what's new. Before we get into this week's advice, let's take a moment to share what's new. Any big lessons this week? Any wins or not yet wins? What are you loving right now? 
Well, speaking of cooking, the summer garden is coming in hot. <laughs> I know. I have been the recipient of some of these items today. Yes. Yes. I realize um, that you were coming in today. Yay. And so I, I went out to the garden this morning and um, picked a pick some um uh, what did I bring you? Tomatoes and peppers. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm, I'm very excited to share the summer bounty. <laughs> yes. I can't uh, wait. Actually, when I was walking in, there was someone in the parking lot. She goes, are those summer, are those uh, homegrown veggies? And I said, they sure are. <laughs> Telling you farmer's market, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I need more. We'll just set it. We'll just set one up outside the office. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Cause some crashes on healing. Um, and I, um, I actually just picked, uh, I just pickled what I thought was a huge batch of peppers. And then my husband brought in like 40 more peppers after that. So, oh gosh. so he, uh, he took some to the office and I took some to a, a meeting earlier this week because it, it is a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm also really excited because we are having success for the very first time with watermelon. Um, yeah, it's, they're like the size of a small baseball right now. And I'm disproportionately mm -hmm. excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I, man, I, this <laughs> I know you're probably thinking about the kids and like, that's a snack for them, but I'm thinking about like a watermelon margarita. Oh that's yeah. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Especially right I now. Mean, I've made it with the air conditioning. It's really hot. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but I bought, I've bought watermelon juice from central market before and put it in a margarita, but man, to have fresh, you know, out of your garden. Are officially getting brosés when we're done with this conversation, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or frozen bellinis, that's what they are. Um, but on the business front, um, I've had two big lead generator ideas for Queen RPR this week, and this feels like a big deal because I've, I've really struggled to think of lead gens for myself for years. I'm, yeah. it's, you know, it's the same song, same verse. I'm yeah. so close to it. It can be hard to think about enticing tripwires that offer value and content that are related to services I really want to offer. And okay, mm -hmm. pro tip, don't offer a lead generator related to service you don't actually want to deliver. Amen to that. <laughs> that sounds obvious, but sometimes the, the lowest hanging fruit are actually related to things you want to retire or, yeah. or, you, or you just don't want to do, or, or they're not the moneymaker you want them to be. So I, I know people are making this mistake. So be thoughtful mm -hmm. about that. Um, yeah, we had. Go I was gonna say we had. I had that problem. I think it was last summer. I was trying to come up with something, and somebody had been asking me questions about SEO, which you know I loved creating websites. Mm -hmm. Honestly, SEO is kind of like the bane of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I can come up with some e really easy stuff for a legion, but then I was like, God, but what if somebody wants me to actually come in and like I'll do basic SEO, but when you get you can really get into the nitty gritty of it, and it can be it's it's just not what I love doing. So right, anyway. especially on an ongoing basis. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, next that Legion moving on to something else. So well, I'm glad you brought that home as from like a really practical example of of what not to do because yeah again it's just because it's easy doesn't mean that that means what you have out there in the world um because what you put out there is what you attract <laughs> yes um but I'm, I'm really excited rollies out soon and I, i'm to have some cool valuable downloads for people i mean i think i think that's important for every business and it's really mm -hmm. nice to put those shoes on the shoemaker's children <laughs> yeah um how about you I was going to just continuing on that real quick. Um, one thing I've been doing is it's like, I create these lead gens and I'm like, why am I getting rid of them though? Like you take down your pop-up, you put something new up. And so one thing I did a while back was create 
a page where they can all live and continue, you know, allowing people to download them. I need to publish it still, but it's, it's, it's living on the back end of my website now. Yes. Yes. I I'm going to create a freebies page as well. Um, so that, uh, so that, you know, I don't have to, I I will rotate them out quarterly as far as pop-up and what I'm focusing on Mm -hmm. from a social outbound content standpoint, but yeah, I want to have a freebie page where, you know, you can download what's interesting to you and exactly. get into the funnel that way. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see, I guess I'll give a little update on the lake situation. Again, we haven't, we have people invested in this, so I'll go ahead and share. Um, I've moved from a walker to crutches. Woohoo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Hooray! That allowed me to come into the office today. So <laughs> we'll see if I continue, um, trying to come up the stairs and on crutches, I don't know about that. Um, but no, um, I guess I'm excited. We finally booked a summer vacation, you know, between my leg, the new house, we weren't really able to do a lot of the grand plans I had, you know, in this post COVID era, I was like, Oh, we're vaccinated. We're going to go do this. Yeah. And we're going to go do this. And it's like, no, no, you're not Nicole. <laughs> but we are going to take a little a jaunt down to a resort in San Antonio. So I'm hoping it's going to be a laptop, laptop free weekend with my boys. And I'm just excited to get away. You know, summer's been busy and mama needs to prep properly unwind. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we've, we've had a couple conversations where every single summer, I think, well, I'll just, I'll take a low key summer. And then, um, mm-hmm. it's not, <laughs> No, I, yeah, I was going back and looking at our, you know, historical data, financials and all that. And I was like, no, summers typically are pretty busy up until right before the kids go back to school, then things peter out a little bit, but I'm like, and it's making me reevaluate when I take my vacations, basically. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we are going to, we are going to go in August because that is traditionally slower for us. So it just makes it easier from a planning standpoint with my team. Well, that's smart too, to be able to look at trends and make decisions versus just mm-hmm. winging it. <laughs> yeah, no, I still need to finish that up. I'm, I need to add in this last quarter, the last couple months of financials on there, but yeah, no, I highly encourage everybody know your numbers and mm-hmm. then, you know, mm-hmm. be able to make those decisions based on that. So it comes in handy in a number of areas. <laughs> <laughs> like vacay. <laughs> like vacay. No. So for this week's tip of the week, I have Sweet Talk Nicole into having a discussion with me about one of my favorite topics, and it's it's not a bug, it's a feature. Before I started start jabbering away about this, Nicole, have you ever heard this phrase? I had not until you used it in a social post a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for um, going along with me here. Um, so the first time I heard it was on the podcast Happier with Gretchen Rubin, and it really resonated with me. Um, While the exact source is unknown, these famous words are attributed to software developers. Hmm. On the Happier podcast, Gretchen directed the phrase toward humans instead of code to help identify supposed personality flaws and reframe them as benefits. I can be so critical of myself. Hello, Enneagram One. Um, And it's been really meaningful to rethink these long-held perceptions about myself. Um, so I'm curious, what's, what's something you've always thought about yourself in a negative way, Nicole, but you, but you know, it really serves you. Just one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, when we started talking about this, um, what came to mind was, you know, the people have always commented 
throughout my life on my quietness, my shyness. Um, and it's misinterpreted as being warm and or not warm and unfeeling. So, um, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me I was too quiet or, Hey, Nicole, why don't you smile more? I think uh, I'd probably be pretty wealthy. So, Uh, I think all of these are symptoms though of being an introvert. And Mm -hmm. for a long time, I questioned if my introversion was a flaw. Mm. I grew up with an outgoing set of siblings. Uh, A lot of my friends are extroverts. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes I've just felt misunderstood. People would make comments that made me feel like there was something wrong with me. You know, you hear it so many times you start to think, is there something wrong? Like, should I be doing, should I be talking more? Like, should I Mm -hmm. be smiling more? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, I, people would make comments and I, I, it's, it's no, I'm not mean because I don't feel like talking right now. No, I'm not upset because I don't have a smile plastered on my face yeah. at all times. Sorry. It's just my face. <laughs> um, <laughs> resting bitch face at all times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm not a terrible person because I don't want to talk to you right now. And everyone else at a social event, it's just, it's, it's insanely hard for me to do all those things. And frankly, I've learned, you know, now at 35, that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've gotten older, I've realized if these things are worth commenting on, it's probably a projection of the other person's insecurity or shortcomings. It's not a flaw in me. I'm okay with being a quiet observer because, you know, it's allowed me to hone my ability to read people. Well, Mm -hmm. my first, my first impressions of people are generally spot on because I watch body language. I listen to how they speak to people and how they're interacting and watch how they're interacting with them and listening to what they say. And Hey, if I don't smile all the time, well, when I do, you know, that I truly mean it. So I'm not shining anyone on it's genuine sincerity coming through. If I come and talk to you, it's because I trust and care about you enough to put aside that uneasiness that I'm feeling, you know, in a social situation. So Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm, I'm finally okay with just being me bugs, features, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, as someone who is in meetings with you, you know, I'll, I'll be chattering along and I'll see you quietly assessing the situation. I'm like, oh, she's just taking it all in right now. Well, <laughs> and, and, that, and that allow, I mean, you really bring that analysis then to the table because you've seen it, you've seen mm-hmm. it all. And, you know, things that I miss because I'm talking, um, you're, you're picking up. But that's the interesting thing too about being an introvert is that I gravitate towards extroverts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my, like I said, my sister is an, is an extrovert. She's great at, in social situations growing up. She was always one of the people like talking to everybody, friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I have, I've dated a lot of extroverts and married, <laughs> extrovert. yeah, and married probably one of the most extroverted people. Yeah, he has never met a stranger ever. He's not, no. And, um, yeah, COVID was interesting because it really shined a light on just how extroverted he is. Like mm. I was fine hanging out in the house for most of it, but my poor husband, I mean, like we would just take walks just so he could wave to people, you know, like, <laughs> like contact. But for me, I'm like, oh my God, please don't wave at me. And then I, that's why our partnership works. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we have so many similarities, but then our differences, you know, it's like missing puzzle pieces coming together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I, I think 
I guess related to what what mine is is that I really I'll say that you know when we're in a meeting together I try to be really thoughtful about okay if I've been talking this whole time I need to stop and make sure and, and give Nicole the floor because <laughs> she's got great insights to share and so you know making making space um, uh, and and so that because you're not necessarily going to be the one to elbow your your way into a conversation no no not at all <laughs> <laughs> um, well for me. I've been hearing about how sensitive I am since I was a child. Um, I, a, family, a favorite family story that gets trotted out a few times a year is about how my mom discovered me sitting on the living room floor just in tears. They're streaming down my face watching cartoons. Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I don't know, maybe two or three. And this totally freaked my mom out. <laughs> I would like, imagine. Why, why is she crying? <laughs> it's cartoons. You know what happened? My baby broken? No. Yes, exactly. I'm sitting there by myself. And so she runs to the doctor's block book to figure out yeah, why her baby's broken, only to learn that what that means is I'm really sensitive and empathetic. Mm -hmm. um, now, over the years, this, you know, I deeply feel other people's pain uh, and, and that has had its challenges. Um, yeah. And I've, I've, I've really had to come up with some strategies to, to shield myself from that sometimes because all of a sudden I'll be like, why do I, why do I feel this way? Everything's fine. I mean, I've had to, you know, again, woo, I've had to sometimes ask my body, is this, is this anxiety mine? Is this sadness mine? Um, Cause I will carry other people's emotions around. Um, but on the flip side, this innate sensitivity and empathy has allowed me to really drop in and embody what my clients and their clients are experiencing. And so for that, I'm thankful because being able to deliver, you know, particularly messaging that is answering the questions that they've been asking themselves for years or, or that they've never been able to articulate before because A, they're too close to, or B, they just don't have the skills to do it. Um, I, I love being able to do that. It, it fills me with so much joy and sense of purpose that, you know, I'm here for a reason. And so I am, and for that, I'm thankful. Yeah. Well, your sensitivity and empathy is your secret sauce. I think that's what makes you great at what you do and why I love you. So oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm often the one that gets to kind of be, you get to be my sounding board and I, I, yeah, it's rare to find somebody who will take the time to truly just listen and empathize with you. So I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. I think, and, and I would say your introversion, your, your awareness and, and observation in my sensitivity ultimately make us really good listeners mm -hmm. and being able to listen to someone and truly hear what they're saying is probably one of the greatest gifts a human can give another human. I agree. So I love that. I think especially right. in our industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even as a, I guess, an extroverted chatter person, um, I can, I can stop talking and, and listen. So. Well, friends, there's a little shorter episode today, but our advice to you is to think about criticism you've heard about yourself or, or that you tell yourself all the time. Can it be framed, reframed as a positive? Um, uh, we'd love to hear about that. Uh, uh, send us a DM um, uh, at the Creative Suite Pod or email us at hello at the Creative Suite Pod. And we wanna know, um, is it really a feature that can make you the very best at what you do? Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to The Creative Suite. Do you have a question for us? Email hello at thecreativesweetpod.com or slide into our DMs over at The Creative Suite Pod on Instagram or Facebook, and we'll answer it in a future episode. I'm Nicole. And I'm Lauren. Now go out there and chase your dreams creatively.